Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 10 of the Print Design Podcast. That's right, kids. We're in the double digits. Feels good to be there. Man, we're just getting warmed up, just getting started here. I'm your host, Dave Hopkins, and thanks so much for being here. Before I introduce today's guest, I just wanted to say I make notes during the episode. And sometimes, based on something the guest says or for, from, for some random reason, things come to me, ideas, thoughts, whatever. Um, some of them are good ideas, <laughs> some of them are not. <laughs> so during this interview, no joke, on the top of my note sheet from this interview with this guest, I have it written here as an idea, print shop smell candle. Can you imagine that? A candle out there for sale that smells like a print shop? Wait a second. If that, is that something you're interested in? Would you like a candle that smells like a print shop? If you do, let me know because like you heard it here. Maybe I'll just have to make some. The print design podcast candle? Why not? Sounds. Anyways, like I said, some of them are good. Some of them are bad. <laughs> Anyways. All right, today's guest is my friend, James Martin. He is a brilliant logo designer and creative, and we spoke originally on the Quickie podcast, and it's a great interview. If you haven't heard it, head over there and check that out. But during that Quickie podcast interview, he briefly mentioned that he had designed and created a printed self-promo piece for his design business, Baby Giant. And right away, my, my mind just locked that in and I remembered that. So when I started this podcast, I had to reach out to James and do a deep dive into that project. So in this episode, James and I do a deep dive into the Baby Giant brand book. We also talk about some awesome wedding invites that he created. We talk about some notebooks that he's created and put out there. And we talk about where his, his love for print all started. So ladies and gentlemen, let's get to this fantastic, entertaining interview. It's not even an interview. Interview sounds way too formal for this show. It's a, it's a conversation. It's a conversation between buds. Either way, let's get to it. Cue the music. Here we go. Welcome to the Print Design Podcast, the show where we talk about all things print and packaging. We go behind the scenes with designers and talk about the print projects they designed that really rocked their world. From file prep to holding the finished product in their hand and all the key decisions in between. So let's talk ink on paper. James, welcome to the Print Design Podcast. How are you, sir? I'm good, my man. How's things with you? All good? Yeah, we're doing great. Yeah, doing good. We're just keeping our head above water, figuring out the the new normal, I guess, in this current situation. <laughs> there, there is no normal anymore, is no, there? No, exactly. The new situation. <laughs> yes. Well, I like to call it cocooning rather than isolating. Or oh, I self- like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's been much more nurturing, much more yeah, feel it, like growing. It almost sounds like it's a choice at that with that word. Yes, well, well, it is, I believe. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Because we haven't been given one, so I'm going to make it a choice. There you go. Yep, you made the choice to cocoon. I like that. 
So this is where we do deep dives into print projects and we talk all things print. But uh, before we deep dive into your project, I want to first get a little bit of context around your life and print. Um, before we get there, tell us a little bit about yourself, James. Um, well, so yes. Yeah, so for anybody that doesn't know me, my name's James Martin. Um, I run a design company on the south coast of UK called Baby Giant Design Co. Um, and some people may know me as Made by James on Instagram. Um, and yeah, basically graphic designer now specializing in logo design, niche down to that, who is a big lover of the subject matter. Print, baby. Print, <laughs> I print, love print. it. So then, James, <laughs> what is your earliest memory of printer packaging? Way back in the day, childhood, teens, what sticks out to you? So there are a couple. Um, I mean, there's obviously the the classic comic books, which I used to um, go and buy and then draw, just copy, you know, in the sketchbook, just copy them over and over and over. And there's this other one. We used to get this... Um, so it was called the Yellow Pages. I don't know. You guys might know that over there. Do you know that what Yellow Pages is? Like the phone book? Yeah, but yeah, it was yeah. like it was like basic. Yeah, so it was basically for like everybody would have their little bit of advertising in there, and it was like basically about that it's thick, massive thick. Yeah, yeah. for sure. <laughs> you, 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 you can, can see actually... it slimming over the years here. But yeah, exactly. As people, yeah, well, exactly. We used to tear pages out and just stick the right ones up. Um, but I also believe that's why people started to call themselves things like. AA marketing and AAA. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They'd always be at the front of the book, obviously. But that, yeah, that would be definitely my very, because that was used as a doorstop. It was used as something that we'd stand on as kids, um, something that you'd look through to go and find your plumber or your, you know, your carpenter or anything like that. So, yeah, it's one of those, it's quite a nostalgic piece of print, actually, because obviously it's all online now. You don't get it delivered. But, you know, I think every household had one. It was all given away for free. It mm -hmm. was um, it was just one of those one of those things. Yeah, late late eighties, um, early nineties. It was one of those things that you always had a yellow pages in the house. We always knew yeah. where stuff was. Yeah. And I, what I remember about the yellow pages over here in Canada is when I was younger, you would see it on the kitchen counter all the time, and you just yeah. would wouldn't even think twice about it. You wouldn't even look at it anything until. Your parents said, "Okay, let's order pizza tonight." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and then you yeah, know exactly like the family. <laughs> yeah, you know exactly where to go to get it. You know exactly yeah. what page to get to. Yeah, it's got a fold in the corner. Yes, exactly. The <laughs> yeah. little butterfly corners, one hundred percent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was great. I said they do become, as you say, they just become a bit of the part of the furniture. Um, yeah, it's a shame they're not around anymore, but you know that's the old online world we're in, isn't it? Yep, it's definitely changed things. But uh, what's interesting about it is, you know, the traditional print where you had companies making yellow pages and you had companies producing um, 400 page catalogs showing every single product that they carry. It's now shifted into companies creating these these little brand booklets, these experience pieces, these building yeah. customer relationship pieces rather I than generic. Yeah. yeah, yeah, rather than generic um, you know, product guides. Yeah, they're very much sending out experiences rather than just stuff now. You yeah. know, it has to do more than communicate. It has to evoke emotion and all the rest of it, um, which a lot of people do extremely well, to be fair. Like some of the, mm -hmm. I, I mean, you'll probably find it with print as well. There'll be some stuff that you get through the letterbox and you'll just chuck. 
but there's i mean for example like with um portfolios and stuff i get loads of people sending me like a behance link or a website link but mm-hmm. i've had this i had this one girl um it must have been middle of last year and she went to the effort to put together this beautiful bit of print and yes. i'm still you know, I still remember her. I've still got it. Um, it's in my, it's in the drawer there somewhere. Um, but you know, it's one of those things that a good, well-executed piece of print will um, live long in the memory. I think. A hundred percent. Couldn't have said it better. It's like the whole print industry has shifted from a quantity to a quality phase. Yeah. Do you think that? Do you think because obviously the the coming of Vista Print and all these other, mm-hmm. you know, bigger bigger people. I'm not too sure if I'm allowed to say their name. <laughs> I'm not, not going to get sued. No. Um, no, but you know, all these. Do you think that was the start of the the decline of the print house? You know, as as we would have known it when we were growing up. I don't think the decline, but what it did is it forced printers, like traditional commercial printers, to really focus on a specific offering. What are you good at? What makes you different than Vistaprint? It sort of created this questioning of, um, of why would somebody go there when they can get it cheaper here? And on Vistaprint, you're never going to beat them on prices. Are you? That's that's the thing. No, that's the thing. But the other thing about that is if you're going for a generic business card, a generic letterhead, a generic sales folder, Vistaprint is great. Yeah. Of course it is. Decent work. They do it cheap. Yeah. You get an yeah. okay product. But if you're going for anything that's not in that category of generic, you're going to have a hard time navigating that Vistaprint world. Yeah, sure. 100%. Yeah. Right. So yeah you so want... they, cater, they cater very well for their market, don't they? Exactly. Yep. So the commercial printer outside of that sort of online commercial printer is still very much a reality and, and makes sense to deal with them. Because when you're dealing with designers and advertising agencies and things like that, very few of them are going the generic route. Oh, yeah. Right? So they still need a commercial printer. It's the small businesses that are, you know, aren't using an advertising agency or aren't really don't have, you know, big design budgets. They're going to Vistaprint because they can go there. It's simple. It's easy. It's cheap. Job done. Yeah. Usually because it's cheap. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sorry, yeah. man. Gonna... As you say, I mean, as you say, the platform's fairly, you know, idiot-proof, easy mm-hmm. to use. Um, and as you say, like for the people who, yeah, they, I mean, they cater brilliantly for their market, don't mm-hmm. they? I think that's, I think it's a very clever thing that they've built. And obviously you've got the others like Moo, who are probably a step above that. Mm-hmm. And then you've got your old classic, you know, independent printers and stuff who yeah. do the, the crazy, crazy, crazy cool stuff. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. The it. online printers can offer really, really good pricing because they are built around the gang run. Your card, your postcard, your folder is always running at the same time as somebody else's on the same paper. Like yeah, that's how you get that advantage. But yeah. if you want some special attention or as soon as you take yours out of that standard mold into a different paper, the price competitiveness immediately falls away. Sure. Yeah. Right? And then sure. there's a service question. Well, the sales rep isn't coming here from Vistaprint to show me the proofs to go over things with me. You need that extra level of service from your local printer. Of course, yeah. Right. I mean, that's I mean that's one of the things that I've, you know, we'll probably approach on later on. But you know, being able to go to those print houses, being able to see it all working, mm-hmm. the, the amount of work that goes into. It. I mean, it's a, it's like a dance, isn't it? It's like a thing of beauty, it's like ballet. Was watching these print old printers move and stuff. So. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah, very cool. Very, very cool. And the last kind of funny point is the Vistaprints and the Moo.coms, they, they did me a favor. Dealing with business cards was the biggest pain in my ass. <laughs> because people will send in 100,000 print runs of postcards and they'll look at a PDF proof and they'll go, yep, that's great. A business card will go back and forth through proofing. God, like 15 times for add a comma, add a space, take away a yeah. letter, ooh, make that caps, do like all of these like different typesetting, different things. So Amazing, it's like, it? you know what? I don't get paid enough to deal with this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> head on over to Vistaprint and get that yeah. done. <laughs> yeah, here's, here's their email address. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so uh, we talked about the yellow pages, talked about the comic books, you know, early, early interactions with print. What about recently? Is there anything recently that you've had um, with printer packaging and experience that you've really enjoyed? Yeah, so I've, there's a there's a couple standouts for me. I mean, a lot of them are so one of them's a personal project that we mm -hmm. did here at um, Baby Giants. There's two, but one of the kind of more recent ones was our um, we kind of just decided to, to build a um, yeah a notebook, just nice. a random little you know postcard size. A6 um, notebook that we decided to, it started off as just like a gift that we were kind of just going to give away to our clients, you know, just, you know, with competitions like we've made by James and stuff. I was just giving them out and stuff. And then suddenly it became like, well, let me just brand this. So, yeah, we just kind of, <laughs> yeah, we kind of went, started to go quite crazy with it. Yeah, we called them blazies and stuff. So, yeah, and they're basically just kind of cool little giveaways, you know, with a, I say I've got the actual spec written down here. So we've got kind of like a 310 GSM Gamund action electric blood color, then foiled in like a, a pearl foil. Um, you know, I mean, super cool. I mean, just what I say, just one of those things that you can just give away to your your clients rather than a business card. You mm -hmm. know, you give them a business card plus that. And, um, yeah, but I still get messages saying you're still using our Blasi. Have you got any more, <laughs> you know, so maybe I should start charging for them. Yeah, but, exactly. Um, yeah. I got more uh, than nine ninety nine each. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they're going up every day. Um, yeah. Cause the rule, what the thing was, we kind of thought well, what we'll do is we'll kind of make a thousand, Yeah. you know, and once they're gone, we'll stop that run and then do a totally different Blasi. So it'll have a different color paper, different foil, different design, mm -hmm. um, and kind of base them around like a theme. So this one was called ridiculous, obviously, because it was red. Um, and then, you know, we're thinking of doing others and others, but it's one of those things that is such a passion project that it kind of gets left to the wayside. Um, but that was a really fun recent one because it was purely just going absolutely crazy with brand shape, just kind of, you know, messing around with, you know, papers and paper colors that I would never be able to use for our personal brand mm -hmm. or a lot of my clients probably wouldn't choose it because it's pretty wild. Mm -hmm. um, it was just one of those kind of crazy things that we um, decided to mess around with, which has been really fun. And also kind of um, another print job we did was, I say this was a, another personal project, but for a friend's wedding, we did some super, super, super nice um, wedding invitations and that kind of went into the menus. Mm -hmm. Everything had a consistent color palette uh, and color tones, and then all foiled the same, all branded the same. And that was you know, obviously duplexing, cut to thick weight color plans. I think it was like 
350 350 to its 700 um yes. just, i mean i mean yeah. they would they mean they could they, you know you could kill somebody with them they're that they were that yeah, exactly um, but, you know, it was just that, just to kind of, and you know, seeing them at there because we went to their wedding in um, in Italy, and you know, because it was all Italian themed, so we kind of went for the you know, the lemon verbena and the I kind of costumes, all the rest of it. Um, and yeah, it was just seeing them on the tables and stuff, and dotted around the place in this mm. beautiful setting in yeah, Tuscany, I think it was. Um, well, yeah, it was just it's quite cool to kind of go there as a mate, but also go hey. I did that. It's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> You're walking around the wedding. Hey, uh, what do you guys? What do you guys think of that menu? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> love it. Yeah, sales opportunity. And you have those wedding pieces right beside you there, right? Can you hold those up? Uh, I want to see those. Uh, get those on screen on the camera here. Oh, that silver foil just looks hot in those colors. Uh, it's, it's also bled off the edge as well, which yeah. is quite cool. Um, so obviously a little kind of NB logo that's their initials they're the first name and then as i said color plan um and then block foiled in silver on individual size there's obviously the the day before the wedding the wedding day uh following the big day and then obviously the main invite and he's obviously mm -hmm. all got sent in a, i think it was a uh, a natural color plan envelope with the logo embossed on that as well so yeah it's one of those things where you know they come to i actually gave that that was my wedding present to them oh, um, nice. so, um that was kind of you know it saved me having to go through their list and buying them something so i thought <laughs> you know what i'll do this for your wedding for free so, plus then um, you get some portfolio samples you get oh, to do a little I bit get of print to kind of go crazy with rather than kind of because i mean that's another thing you'll i mean i love kind of speaking to clients for example even though this was the client but they go i want this 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 and this and then you tell them the price and they go right i don't want that anymore i don't want that anymore i don't want that. <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah <laughs> the classic designers issue when it comes to really cool print i think 100%. Um, but yeah they were they were they were really fun projects and ones that i remember forever and I've, i mean as i said i've still got them on display in my office even yeah. a couple of years later so i love that um so james what makes what do you think then makes print so special to designers because you know i, I have the quickie podcast and we've interviewed well over 200 designers there and whether they have done print or not they all love print. They all hoard print. Yeah. Why is that? Why do you think that is? Um, I mean, I can only speak from my personal point of view. Mm -hmm. um, but I mean, I think it offers a new medium um, for people to play with. Um, so obviously, I mean, a lot of stuff as designers is seen online, not particularly mm -hmm. tangible. Um, you don't get to touch it. And I think that's something with print is that you get to play with that, you get to explore that a different sense of touch and feel. So you get to add that to the, you know, the emotion of the project. Do you mm -hmm. know what I mean? I mean, because we've all done it. I mean, even holding those, holding those invitations again made me go back to that wedding day, you know, the, the smoothness of the foil over the ruffled print of the quality paper, you know, mm -hmm. I think, I think that's, I think for me, that's what kind of sets it. It adds an extra dimension to the work you produce. And I said it adds that tangible, yeah, just being able to feel it just clicks another sense on, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. It's kind of, it looks cool, 
oh, and it feels cool, and you know, it actually smells cool as well. You know, especially <laughs> when it comes, especially when it comes straight from the printer. That's the first thing I always do: is smell the box. Um, All the time, hundred so, percent. Yeah. So um, yeah, I mean, that's that's what that's what I would say. It just adds that extra dimension and emotional because you get to touch it and feel mm-hmm. it and play with it and move it around and what look at it in the light especially if it's foiled and stuff so mm-hmm. yeah i think it just as i say adds that extra emotion and feeling. what's great about that uh, that example that you use the wedding invite example there is that even people who are not designers and don't understand what went into it and can't appreciate it from the design side it still stands out to them way more than an email invitation to the wedding would have and sure. they most likely will have hung on to that piece. They won't have oh, thrown it away. So they'll still yeah. have it. Whereas yeah. the email gets buried in the inbox or goes wherever. You'll yeah. have that invite. And just like you said, you touch it, you feel it, you remember the day, you remember the people, you remember the experience. And that's yeah. what it's all about. Oh, 100%. I said, as I said, that good piece of print will, as I said, sparks. I mean, we've all got those bits and pieces lying around in the office. You look at it and you go, I remember where I was, or I remember why I bought that, or mm-hmm. I know why I kept it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't keep the average stuff. You keep the really, really good stuff. And mm-hmm. all of those have memories and, you know, re- there's a reason why you kept it. So, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. All that emotional goodness, I think. 100%. Love it. Um. So, James, what was the very first print project that you were ever a part of? Um, Maybe one that you did for yourself, maybe one where you were working for somebody else. Um, But the first one you ever produced, tell me about that. Uh, I mean, there's obviously bucket loads of business cards and stuff that you would do as a, you know... Um, young junior designer in mm-hmm. your in your studio first studio job you're basically the um the the print proof skivvy and that's never good for me because um i'm just <laughs> seriously dyslexic so um that never went that never went down well um but yeah i suppose there was there's obviously all the print and you know i mean you can even go back to like you know doing a lot of like early menu stuff for restaurants and bars and all those kind of things. So I, those would be my kind of first, because within the agent, first agency I worked at, these were the kind of inexpensive bits of print that, you know, could afford to go wrong if, they, if I got <laughs> yes. it wrong. You know, yeah. Those are the things I was allowed to touch um, and get involved in. So yeah, as I said like just business cards for, you know, multiple people within a team, within an agency, and then obviously uh, menus for uh, restaurants, bars, and pubs in the, mm-hmm. in the uh, area that we worked with for the agency. Um, so those would be my very first, you know, I, I mean, my very first would probably be a business card of some sort, but I've done so many now, I have no idea which one. Yeah, it's all blends into one. <laughs> but I can, I remember them not being very jazzy. It was one of those classic... <laughs> You know, classic. I I even think I designed it. You know, and you know when you look back at your print when you're circa 15 years on, and you yeah. think, oh my lord, how on how on earth did that pass? <laughs> I, <love> it. <laughs> um, I think it might have had spot UV on it though. Thinking about it, which was which was very snazzy. Very there you snazzy. go. So it wasn't like totally blasé. It had a little no, bit of jazz yeah, thrown in. It wasn't a piece of paper just um, with some scribbles on it. So it did have a little bit of je ne sais quoi to it not a lot but a little bit a little something in there all right let me ask you this then james have you ever been a part of a print project 
that uh, didn't turn out as you'd hoped. It didn't go well or went sideways. Um, tell us about that project and your experience with it. I mean, I mean, so luckily I've done a lot of print um, and none of them have gone horribly badly, thank God. Um, I mean, there's been the odd, you know, business card, I said, with my spelling, you know, getting, yeah. getting numbers right. And, you know, I think as a young, cocky, you know, junior designer, you think you know it all, don't you? And you really, really don't. So you don't do things like proof stuff or you think that's fine. And then you send it to the client and they're like, you spelt my name wrong. And you're like, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, there's, I mean, I think there was also, um, I did a brochure um, for uh, a local estate agent, which basically was like a, you know, like the classic folder mm-hmm. with your business card holder and then you'd have sheets inside for like the individual houses oh yeah Um, so like a little sales folder kind of thing yeah that's exactly it and um i remember getting their web address wrong on the back again for not spending the time um proofing it and stuff but luckily it wasn't it wasn't crazy expensive but luckily as i was you know within the agency it didn't cost me it cost the agency i was working with but you know it wasn't crazy money it was like i mean that's why i always say to people like if you're a young designer try and get an agency job because that's where you can kind of make some mistakes that you'll never make again when you go by yourself yeah exactly Uh, so um but yeah i mean it didn't cost anything i think it was five six hundred quid which isn't you know a drop in the ocean but it wasn't like a 10 15 20 grand project which um probably would have seen me leave the premises pretty quick um so yeah but as i said i think that's what i've learned you know after getting a few few bits wrong you learn to super protect yourself don't mm-hmm. you proof then proof again then send it to them get them to sign it off and as long as i've got that email saying yeah this is fine then it's not my problem anymore <laughs> yeah exactly the liability the liability has been passed exactly yeah so yeah that, those would be my my bad memories of print mm-hmm. but as i said nothing i've had some catastrophic ones and mine are pretty tame compared to that so good yeah so the with the web address one you got to wonder like is it cheaper to reprint the folder or is it cheaper to just buy that url and redirect it to the correct <laughs> one I don't think the URL made any sense whatsoever. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> www.placeholder.com or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. FPO.com. Yeah. yeah, just put a forward on it. Yeah. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's one of those things that – but, you know, I mean, you would have been there as well. You look, When you spend a lot of time creating these mm-hmm. things and designing them, you look at them so often that – Sometimes the most obvious, I mean, it's when you look at it, you go, that is so obvious. How did I miss that? But when you're looking at it for three days, 10 or eight hours a day on the trot, trying to build it, design it, because mm-hmm. you, you're basically just using things as, you know, you see it as design, don't you? That needs to be there, bunched up. You don't actually look at what it says. You're just seeing it as a shape mm-hmm. and a thing that yep. needs to go there and that needs to go there you're and that totally needs to right. go there. Um, so yeah, that skipped, that skipped my, um, my brain, that one. So, um, but Hey, we live and we learn. That's right. And what, the one that I learned early on is that whenever you're designing a piece and this is especially, you know, yes for your client, but even more important for yourself is a self-promotional piece. Yeah. Call the phone number that you have listed. <laughs> call the phone number on the proof and make sure the right phone rings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have been in a couple of situations where we're proofing something. You're like, ah, oh, let's just double check this phone number and you'll call the number and it doesn't work. 
And in one instance, it was because the 1-800 number wasn't forwarding properly and wasn't really their problem. But the other instance, it was just a blatant wrong number. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Just like, geez, we almost published this for ourselves to try and grow our own business. We have the wrong contact information on here. (laughs) Classic. Classic, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That would have been expensive. Mm -hmm. So speaking of self-promotional pieces, I think uh, we should get into this deep dive, this project deep dive here, James. And I think, so what was your project that you want to deep dive in? So basically, we did a um, like a self promotional, like you just said, uh, mm-hmm. like lookbook for mm-hmm. for the agency. So that would have been circa, oh, it's going back a bit now, to probably 2017. Okay. Um, we've we've often wanted to do more, but again, it's you know, I've, unfortunately, well, luckily. It's one of those things that I just don't make time for. But every time I look at it, I go, God, I really want to do that again. I really want to do that again. Um, But it's like when you're building them, though, it's like because it takes you like quite a few months to build it, you're putting Mm -hmm. stuff in the book and then you're completing other projects and you're thinking, well, I might put that one in and take that one out. So it's never finished. Mm -hmm. It's never finished. The curse of a designer. But yeah, so this would be, um, yeah, so as I said, it was a promotional um lookbook so yeah we kind of as i said when we went to client meetings um we took them along and just left them with the clients there were you know no charge it's basically just a, a giveaway to kind of say you know because there are people i didn't there weren't many people doing it you know as yep. i said like a really nice um you know 48 no sorry i said there still isn't a lot of people doing it no no there's no there's not um and um, yeah, so it's just one of those, yeah, one of those things that we, so it's kind of like a, a printed portfolio, but, you know, a bit of like yes. a, a good plethora of work that we've done. Um, yeah, and it's um, still to this day, even three years later, it still looks absolutely banging. Um, so yeah, yeah, still, still can't stop looking at it. <laughs> so, so tell me about your initial meetings with this customer. Was the guy a bit of a jerk or? So the guy a bit of a jerk? So this was done for us, wasn't it? <laughs> oh, I got you. Yeah, he was a fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, it's late in the day here. You got me with that. Yeah, one. I know. I'm fresh on some coffee. Just playing. Just playing. <laughs> yeah, but yes, he is a bit of a dick. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so let's start with breaking this project down. Give me the specs. How many pages are we talking? How many pieces did you produce? What materials are we using? So, being the prepared human that I'm often not I've actually got the original quote up here that we got so it's uh um uh one uh, 180 mil square mm-hmm. um, with a uh sleeve so you've got um three uh 350 gsm ebony to the sleeve and to the front and back covers. Oh, beautiful! Um, I love using black papers. Ah, uh, this this ebony is like it's black, but it's charcoal. <laughs> but it just depends which way you look at it. But that's why also um, I foiled sort of to the front cover of the sleeve and the book. We double foiled it, so we foiled it in black and then foiled silver over the top of black. Oh so man, you, that looks hot. Yeah. You kind of get that sheen and then obviously the same to there, which is the sleeve. And then obviously to the back, we've just got our single silver foil. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and then, so yeah, it's a 48 PP uh, on a really nice paper called Mohawk. Yep, very familiar uh, with Mohawk. Yeah, which is like I think this is about 148. Just trying to not 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 knock over my um, <laughs> microphone. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's just got a plethora of a different. I mean, the thing I love about this Mohawk paper is how well it does things like photography. Oh yeah. Uh, just it's got that kind of but again the feel of it as well it's almost like it's almost untreated but treated if that mm -hmm. makes sense um i mean you'll know better than me i mean you're the print man um but yeah so um yeah and so yeah we got uh so yeah foiled front and back uh to the sleeve and to the main book uh yeah 48 pp and we ended up getting oh let me just double check how many we got i think it was 200 units okay um, and we invested about 6K. So it worked out about, you know, about, I think it just roughly about, I think it was just under 6K. So they came out between 25 and 30 pound a book. Um, obviously, if we had got more. Mm -hmm. um, the per book price, price would come down. down. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but, you know, there's also the things if we wanted to get any more, we wouldn't get any more now because obviously the work's a bit too dated. Mm -hmm. Um but um, if we wanted to get more done, obviously the foil blocks are set up, the cutter blocks are set up. So it'd just be a matter of going, so do me some more. And then obviously, because they gave Here's they, the new artwork. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. So they, yeah, they kept all the foil blocks for, for this for me as well. And they actually offered them to me, which is pretty cool, um, which is a printer doesn't usually do very often. No, you should uh, hang on to them. Yeah. So um, I think was, you can have them if you're not going to use them again, but we're going to hold on to them so you do use them again. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, so that, let's say, so, right, yeah, roughly, a, yeah, 30 pound, let's say, 30, yeah, 30 pound a head uh, per booklet based on 200 units. Um, so, yeah, it was quite quite an investment for, as I say, a slightly smaller agency. Mm -hmm. um, but the return on the investment, we, yeah, so I think we've kind of equated it because obviously minimum, because we people have gone, I've seen your book. Yep. So you kind of go, well, that was obviously, yeah. So we kind of basically for that 6K investment, we made about 25K. So about, uh, yeah, circa 300% um, return on investment on that, uh, if, if my maths is kind of about right. Um, and yeah, I mean, but it could be, it could be more. People might totally. not have told, told us. So um, yeah, it's been one of the, I mean, it makes me, when I look back at those numbers, it makes me realize why we, don't do it again. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, you know, it, it was kind of one of those things that, you know, literally the day we got them, the first person we gave it to, he then gave it to his mate and he was around his mate's house. And he said, I saw this. I was going to go of another agency, but I saw this on my mate's table. Can we go for a meeting? And that ended up being an eight grand branding and print project. Um, so within within like two days, it made its money back. Um, but you know, so it's it's one of those it's one of those very cool. I think it's just one of those very cool things. And again, the reason he saw it is because somebody thought it was worth keeping, put it on their kitchen table, was obviously mm -hmm. flicking through it. Um, and then lo and behold, he came over for a glass of vino tinto or whatever it was, or a beer, and um, thought, you know, what on earth is this? And they went, oh, I just had a chat with this guy, blah blah blah, and then. 
you know, serendipity took its course. And yeah, we ended up having a meeting a couple of days later and signing off on a, you know, a nice, nice little project. So um, yeah, win, 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 win. And that's a beautiful example of how print has that longevity. So, so honestly, somebody could have that on their shelf right now. And yeah. in two years from now, one of their friends comes over and is about to go with another agency, sees that book on there, has a flip through, you get a phone call, bada bing, bada boom, you get the business. Yeah. And that's two years from now. That's exactly three to four years after you've produced this project already. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's the beautiful thing about it because there's, there, I mean, I think we've got, I think we, because we kept a box just because, mm-hmm. you know, for, you know, when we're a bit older. Do you know what I mean? It's quite nice to quite nice, quite nice to look at them and you know mm-hmm. think, oh, that was a cool memory, and yeah. you know, show kids and all that kind of stuff. You know, look what Daddy used to mess around doing, um, you know, and all that kind of stuff. But you know, there's 150 in circulation. Do you know what I mean? And there'll yeah. be, I doubt many of them have been binned. Uh, they'll be, I said, they'll be in toilets. You know, toilet reading. They'll be on bookshelves. They'll mm-hmm. be, you know, we sent a few. We used a set. We sent a few of them to like. Uh, local marketing agencies obviously because we're a design house so any like PR companies or marketing agencies that don't have an in-house design crew we kind of sent a couple to them so they've got um, some in their offices and stuff and that was another way of getting some good work to be fair is like Mm -hmm. you know just sending spending the money on obviously you know the 30 pound then the postage and the packaging so let's say let's say 35 pound all in but you know we've got thousands of pounds worth of work from purely them sending you know you know we saw you you know the odd print project here the odd branding project here you know all mm-hmm. starts to add up so when you kind of take your you you think initially oh 35 quid when you post it there's a crap load of money but not for what it can bring you back you know because the people that the, you know they might have been skipping looking at the people on the on the web looking for local designers because a local designer sent them that for free so um mm-hmm. yeah it's one of those things it's, it's definitely been worth investing in and it's 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 been beautiful it's paid us back dividends so um yeah i think i've just convinced myself to do another one now i love it <laughs> i'm looking forward to seeing it you got to document the process though yeah i will i always do actually yeah awesome it's be cool. so we've talked about what it costs we've talked about the roi on it and that is incredible i want to just talk a little bit now about the sort of files and proofing process on this thing cool. Um, yeah. Can you sort of give me the summary on the file setup? What soft, what programs were you using and any sort of tips or things that you discovered during the design of this process? Well, so luckily, I mean, I get on very well with my, my printer. So I was on the phone call to him. I also went there when I was had this idea originally uh, talking about my plans and we had all the papers out. We had all the foils out. I was kind of thinking it'd be quite cool to, you know, do like a double foil thing and then they were showing me examples of double foiling that they'd done you know black on you know silver on black gold on black and all this kind of stuff mm-hmm. um so that was awesome because that really st- i mean i mean that's what i would always say is if you're going to invest in print find yourself a really good printer and because and go to their go to their print house their print studio mm-hmm. uh, because they i mean they, these guys have got this almost like what i would call cave of just all the stuff <laughs> that they've ever yes. made all the business cards, all the booklets, all everything. And you just sit there and go, wow, I'm not, I'm not using my brain enough because we could go crazy, crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so that's that's so that process kind of happened so and obviously they helped me i said you know i kind of want it this size so with reference to the um artwork and stuff that was all done in illustrator all done in vector obviously um for scalability and you know we always use vector logos and stuff for print um and artwork um and then when it came to the actual booklet itself um the internal booklet so the, yeah all the covers and artwork and that was all done in illustrator um and then sent over as artwork in pdf and then the internal pages were all created in indesign mm-hmm. um which is you know especially for something like that it's just you know, once you set up your master document templates and all that kind of stuff, you're you're pretty much flying. You know, so um, and it's and it's super easy to, you know, go through that process of just printing all the individual sheets out, putting them on the wall, looking <laughs> at them all laid out. Because um, I think that's another thing that a lot of people don't. I think you can't. I can't. You can't really see it when it's on on your screen. Mm-hmm. You know, driver scrolling through you know, a double page spread, or you might, if you've got a big enough screen, you can maybe see two or three um, pages, um, two, two or three spreads, sorry. But once it's printed out and stuck on a wall, you get to see it, the actual size. Um, you know, they they were really nice and they kind of printed out on like fairly decent rather than me doing it on my printer mm-hmm. they sent me some fairly decent um, proofs of the actual sheets. Because obviously for them as well, they didn't want it to be a you know, a six thousand pound mistake. They kind of really did help me, uh, kind of go for it. And that's what any good print house will do is they'll go, they will go that extra mile to kind of make sure you're happy because again, they're investing a lot, you know, because they don't get the paper for free. They didn't run the place for free, so they want to do it first time, just like you want to do it first time. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, that was that was really awesome. So yeah, and then obviously the the proofing process was again done internally here and also i did it that with them externally and they checked through it checked any spelling because i mean luckily within the book there wasn't any we didn't do any crazy amounts of writing so basically we did the artwork Mm -hmm. um you know and then did yeah just on the side so the odell group the company name and then brand print web so that's what we did for them as Mm -hmm. a as a project you know the same for the the butch, you know, a local butcher, me on Valley Butchers, brand print. So people kind of know what we did for them. And then we kind of chucked in some, you know, bits of photography we did for local people. Uh, not, well, so yeah, not people in the country um, and just talking them. So basically they can look at the picture and go, right, who was the company and what did they do for them? That kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so luckily there wasn't too, there was enough to go wrong, but not like there wasn't, Loads and loads really of type tech. heavy where you need to no really no no I mean as a you know as a visual um you know brand studio design studio you know nobody wants to read they want to just look through pretty pictures <laughs> yeah yeah exactly and that's the, so, the great uh, thing about a brand book too I mean see so the whole process was I mean it was pretty slick um and I said like with obviously the investment that was going into it you know it was you know, you do get that kind of squeaky bum time when it's when you send it to print and you know it's on the move and you think, I can't. And that, that's when I don't look at it again. I don't. I don't look at the proofs. I don't look at anything because if I find something, it's already gone. It's too late. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, luckily it went well. And um, yeah, as I said, it came out beautifully. Um, yeah, couldn't I have no faults of it whatsoever. Awesome. That's such a beautiful piece. Well done, James. 
Thanks, mate. So the design of that piece from the idea of, yeah, I'm going to create a lookbook to yeah. finished books in your hand, what is that timeline? It probably should have been a lot shorter because I procrastinated. As I said, like kept on changing projects. So I was like, I'm going to wait for this project because it's a really cool project. So I'm going to put that in. Mm-hmm. But I think probably from idea generation to final print in my hand was a process of maybe three, three and a half months. Okay. And when you had that final file ready to go to yeah. finished books in hand, what is that timeline like, the production timeline? I think that was circa, so once I, yeah, circa 10 days, almost, yeah, so two 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 weeks probably. So working weeks, obviously, about the weekend. Yeah, that's pretty quick. 10 days. Yeah, well, it was, it was pretty slick, to be fair. Um, but I said we kind of went through the process, you know, it was all kind of already kind of, all the balls were in motion before, mm. you know, all the wheel balls were in motion. All the wheels were in motion. Yeah, before. Balls can be in all motion. the cogs were turning. We can <laughs> use balls. We like balls. Um, <laughs> but yeah, basically, you know, they were all kind of we all we we were kind of always gearing up. So it wasn't like go, yeah, and then stop. It was like dun 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 dun. You know, mm-hmm. and yeah, I think as I said, I think from yeah. So it was basically a two week turnaround. But obviously, they don't work weekends or print weekends. So it was obviously a two uh, ten days. Um, probably a, maybe a little bit more than that, but circa circa that yeah still two to three weeks that's a that's a pretty solid turnaround for a project like that yeah yeah i I must admit i was i was impressed um but i think they loved it just as much as i did so they i think Mm -hmm. they're all all hands on deck um pretty keen so um yeah i think because they get obviously they get some really cool projects that do come in but they don't come in very often so Mm -hmm. when they do everybody's like all testing stuff you're like how (laughs) what how can we do it can we really make this a banger Yeah. yeah Yeah, exactly. Sure. They, I mean, because they started. Um, in fact, GF Smith, uh, the paper company, also got fifty printed for themselves because they oh, ended wow. up giving them out to their uh, reps to kind of show what's possible with their paper, mm-hmm. uh, which is pretty cool as well. So, That's um, cool. yeah, mega. I love that, man. Um, so, James, what advice would you give a designer right now who's really wanting to get started in designing print and creating print, um, but just not not sure where to go, like not sure what to start with. What, what advice would you give them? Um, I kind of aired on it slightly earlier. I would go to a print house, give them a ring. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're always extremely welcoming. They love, they love showing stuff. Yeah. They love showing how the stuff works and go and take a tour. Just go and absorb um, the materials, the processes, the production, the people. Um, you know, because every time I've got a big bit of print lined up, I always go there. I mean, I've been there four or five times now. You know, I even had a client come over who were doing some – He, they live in Bulgaria. He actually came over here for a week. And as a part of that week, um, I booked a, a tour at our local printers with him and he says the best thing ever you know I just whenever I get an excuse I always go there um, because it, as I said I mean you can you can only learn so much from a website or the internet but when you're in it and you're smelling it and you're watching people working you're watching these old printing presses work um, alongside all the new the newer printers work I mean just the mind starts to go crazy and obviously you can then get access to and a lot of them, I mean, they'll give you crap tons of stuff to go away with. They'll give you like all sorts of business cards, all sorts of paper, all sorts mm-hmm. of books they've done because that's what they do. They give stuff away so you can 
get excited and then maybe if you've got a client you know you can then take all this stuff to the client and show mm-hmm. what's possible with print um so that would be that would be the only thing you need to do yeah go printers to print. love sharing samples for sure oh 100 percent. because i mean they're proud i mean super proud of the stuff that they've created just as much as the people that they've created it for yeah you know i mean such a passion print is a passion for pe- these people yeah. and you know, go and absorb that passion. That's what I would do. Yeah, go to a print house and take a tour. Yeah, and there's something brilliant, especially for younger designers who are sort of growing up and live in this digital world even more than, you know, you or I did. Yeah. Um, something magical in seeing the manufacturing of something, the making oh, yeah. of something, right? Like, yeah. it's not something you're watching on a YouTube video. Look at this, you know, $4 million machine cranking through this paper blank in one end completely printed and gorgeous in the other end like look at that yes the noise as well Mm -hmm. yeah the noise is you just don't you just you just can't comprehend it until you're sitting in front of it and watching i mean this the watching these things work um is a thing of beauty i mean it's as i said i mean i'm going to bring up ballet again but you watch it pick up move swipe flow you know stamp you know and it's and it's such a well-oiled process and machine and that's why that some of these things have been around for centuries Mm -hmm. do you know what i mean because they're they're still the best way to do it some of these old machines are just i mean i would have it as a piece of art in my house do you know what i mean they are beautiful absolutely beautiful 100 percent um, so James, let's wrap this up with the ask the audience question. This is where you have the opportunity to ask an audience of graphic designers. Most of them, some of them have, have done print. Some of them are just interested in wanting to get going with print. Yeah. We're going to ask the audience this on Instagram once this episode goes live. And oh. that's where they can answer this question in the comments there on that post. And you can jump in and give some feedback there. So what is your ask the audience question? My ask the audience question (laughs) is um what would you say is more memorable a cleverly designed website or a cleverly designed piece of print i'm really interested to know because i think i personally think there are very there are a lot of cleverly designed websites around but Mm -hmm. and i guarantee a lot of people might say a cleverly piece of print cleverly cleverly designed piece of print that's what i think people might say but mm. i'm not sure but that's my question yeah <laughs> it'd be that. interesting to know that kind of digital versus you know tangible versus non-tangible kind of thing it'd be and, amazing to see what people think and i'm gonna add into this why great because yeah. if people are picking website why are you picking website if people are picking print i want to hear their reasons for picking print yeah yeah great add, add the why awesome Love it. James, thank you so much for being my guest on the Print Design Podcast today. It was awesome catching up and chatting with you again. Yeah, cheers, buddy. It's been a pleasure. You stay safe and uh, we'll chat soon. All right, that is the end of today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. Go to our Instagram to check out pictures of these amazing pieces that he has created. We'll be putting the posts up there soon. And uh, (laughs) honestly, hit me up if you are interested in a candle that smells like a print shop. Is that like a graphic designer's dream? They would love to have their their room or their their house smell like a print shop? Because I, I, I love the print shop smell. I don't smell it too much anymore when I walk in, but I love the print shop smell. 
So anyways, thanks so much for listening. If you dig what you're hearing here, head over to iTunes and please leave us a review. Leave us a rating. Really appreciate it. Cheers. Take care.